This is the Off the Charts Business Podcast for multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Here, you'll learn how to design a scalable business so you can spend more time outside, away from the screen, through actionable ideas, real-world examples, and pep talks from your host, that's me, Natalie Lucier, founder of Access Ally. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Off the Charts Business Podcast. And today I'm super excited to have KPC with us. And I, if you're not familiar with her, let me give you a little bit of a rundown of her experience is all around email marketing automation. And she has been at the highest levels of active campaign email marketing automation for about six years of consulting and also training a lot of small businesses around this topic. She's a world-leading active campaign specialist with a seat on the customer advisory board of Active Campaign, and she's founded the Active Campaign Academy at her own company, Slick Business. So if you're not familiar with her, her unique combination of top-level strategy and technical skills, plus a lifetime of teaching, make her the perfect person to help your business unlock bigger return on investment from your email marketing automation while keeping that human in touch. And we're going to be talking about that. So welcome, Kay. Thank you so much for having me. And I just got to say what a huge pleasure and a privilege it is to meet you, Natalie, because you're just such a trailblazer in this space. You know, I'm like, I'm like here to pay homage. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yes. And we did chat about that very briefly. I think, you know, being a woman in tech, being a woman in automation and email marketing and all of these things is sort of a trailblazing thing. So I also know that from your story, you took some time off, had children and decided to come back into starting a business. And, you know, I think sometimes our lives don't take a direct path. You know, we have a lot of circles and winding paths and things like that. So can you yeah. tell us a little bit about how you came back into the business space? Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of, I didn't even come back into the business space because I wasn't in the business space. I am... Um, I'm like the latest, a late life and extremely reluctant first timer in the business space in a way that took me completely by surprise because it came about by such a, a circuitous route that I wasn't expecting to happen. So I'm going to give you the short version, which is I originally trained as a maths teacher here in the UK to teach in secondary schools. I wasn't that great at it. I'm brilliant at maths and brilliant at teaching, but teenagers and me really not so much. That was not a good fit. So I left school teaching and went into adult education. And I suppose at that point, I was kind of in the tech space because it was in the very early days of online education, like we were still dialing up on a modem, that sort of early days. And so I was in at the beginning of that doing some project management and stuff for the NHS and the Open University. And then I had kids. And then I also had a long time struggling with a disability that I have in my hip joint. So basically can't walk very well, very painful, blah, blah, blah plus kids, you know how it goes in that middle of your life bit when all the responsibilities suddenly hit you and life suddenly gets really hard. So I hit the hard patch really hard. And so I then wasn't in the workplace for about 15 years, which actually, that's a long time in tech. It is. What's interesting to me is that the thing that held all the way through that is the teaching. So even all the way through that, I was still doing things like I was setting exam papers for maths exam boards in the UK and doing senior level marking on that because I could do that sitting down. Yay. And I also was doing like singing teaching and little, little things just to keep me ticking over. But definitely I was off the work thing and out of tech. And then 
fast forward to age 45, somebody in my town asked me to look at Active Campaign. Her name's Melissa Love. You may have come across her. She runs the marketing fix in the design space. She was struggling to find someone who could work Active Campaign. And she decided that I seemed like a likely suspect. And that was it. Like she literally pointed me at this text, said, I need someone to do this. I was recovering from surgeries at the time. My kids had grown up a little bit. So it was just this miraculous serendipity of time and place and someone putting their trust in me who had no reason to put her trust in me. And honestly, I had no idea where it was going to lead. And I couldn't be happier because where are we now? What, six, seven years later? I run my own limited company. We're VAT registered. We employ people. Wow. And literally world leading in this in this niche of knowing how to work active campaign and how to help other people work active campaign. So yeah, highly unlikely, but true story. I love that. And I think a lot of times in our society, we assume that we need to sort of hit like our peak of our career in like our 20s or 30s. And that's kind of like the glory days, right? And I think that there's so much potential like you or other people who are coming into the workforce in a later stage of life. And I think there's just this untapped potential. Can you talk a little bit about your perspective on that? Man, I, I could not agree with you more. I just, I just, I'm so on board with that. And I see it manifest in the real world because even in our very local area, so Melissa, who got me into this and and I live in very rural Southwest UK, we are literally by the sea in a corner that sticks out from the UK. And in our tiny local area, just amongst our friends who are mostly women who've had kids and who are returning to work or trying to return to work, we have sort of recruited and empowered numerous women who just happen to have the aptitude. We know they've got the brain, but they don't even know these careers exist. And that sounds really patronizing when I say that, but it's genuinely a case of if, if Melissa hadn't pointed me at this, I would have had no idea that this tech even was in the world or that I could be good at it or that people needed this service. I had no idea. And so even just within our local area, she and I are kind of on a mission to bring more of our women friends into this because our area is actually very deprived in terms of income level, but we have fantastic digital broadband. If you put fantastic digital broadband together with women who have been busy raising their kids and doing the tough bit for 15 years and they are hungry, they're hungry for it. They've maybe got some time to do some learning and watching, being in a position to empower that and see that unfold, not just with people in my local area, but now all over the world, people I run into through my work, teaching them to use active campaign. I actively go out of my way to spot the women who've got potential and say, look, you could be doing this and you could be making more money doing the automation work for people who are in your industry than doing the industry that you're in right now. And that feels incredible. What a privilege. That gave me chills. And actually, one of the things I was going to ask you about is, you know, living locally, right? So I think a lot of times with our business world, we think like, oh, I need to be like in the epicenter. Like I need to be like in New York City or London or, you know, like Tokyo or wherever, like the the cool hotspot that we think we need to be to actually meet the people who are going to become business partners or clients or things like that. And I think there's, you know, some truth to being in the right place, but at the same time, 
what you mentioned here is that when you have good internet, which I think all of us could appreciate, you can build a global business and you're not tied to, you know, necessarily who is around you, even though, like you said, it's awesome to be able to nurture the people around you, which I mm -hmm. love that. But at the same time, you're not limited by, you know, the size of your town and things like that. So can you talk about why you decided to focus both locally, but also globally? I don't think I really decided to, actually. I think it just came about that way, honestly, because my journey into business was was sort of slightly reluctant, well, very reluctant and quite organic. It mostly involved Melissa telling other people that I was good at this and then them coming to me. So really, from the very beginning, I was working with people firstly all over the UK and then very quickly Honestly, it was, it's kind of embarrassing to say this, but it was like the word spread. We have found somebody who can work active campaign really well and show us how to do it. And so the word spread from there. And so I started getting approached by people from the States. And, you know, I would not, I would not have gone looking for that because I grew up in a time where we were very constricted by our geograph geographical boundaries. And I think one of the things that's so powerful and really magical to my generation about the, the online space is that it happens anyway. If you are really good at what you do, the world comes to find you. That's what's blown me away through it. And so, wow, you know, I have relationships with people through my work all over the world and really close friendships that have been going on for years and years. And, you know, the other thing I think is really special about it is because often when you're on a Zoom call, you're seeing into someone's home and their life in a way that you would not if you were meeting them at a conference or in an office you actually don't meet that on that level you don't see their kid interrupting them or them going popping out to answer the postman or, or their dad rings or whatever you don't see that stuff so even from before covid when everyone else was suddenly like oh zoom that's cool hey <laughs> even before that i had been a long time advocate of online learning of online relationships and I think that goes back to from long before I had kids, because I was helping people learn through the Open University back in the times when it was dial up modems. And we were empowering people who were, you know, women who were trapped at home raising their families. My mum actually studied through the Open University. This is one of the reasons I'm very passionate about online learning, because I saw how much it impacted our family. So now we have this incredibly versatile, powerful tool and for me as an educator, I genuinely think that teaching online through the medium, often a video, but also those office hours calls and online communities, if you bring all those components together, they are much greater, much more powerful for learning, in my opinion, than the traditional forms of learning that we've had access to before digital broadband. I agree. I think it's amazing the transformation that can happen in a digital classroom if it's run, you know, well, and you think about the end user, right, who's kind of coming right. in. And so I think this is a great time to ask you for anyone who's like, okay, automation active campaign, like I kind of know in a fuzzy way what that means. Can you give us sort of a, just an overview of, you know, what's email marketing automation, kind of what people use it for. So if people aren't familiar, they'll just like get it. Cool. Okay. So number one function is send some emails. So every business really should have an email list. If you don't have one, that would be my strongest urge to you right now is start building an email list, even if it's just 10 contacts on there and start actually emailing them. Because an email list that you don't send emails to, that's kind of like clapping in the woods where nobody can hear you. 
right? You have to actually email them. And the only way to get over the fear of doing that is to start actually doing that. The reason you do that is because you own that connection with those people. You are not at the mercy of anyone else's agenda, Facebook, Meta, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it's called now, all of those people, they have no control. They have no agency on the relationship between you and your email recipients, right? So start there. Active campaign is a tool that enables you to do that, to send to anywhere from one individual person, a personal email, all the way up through tens, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. And it's like this great leveler. When you send an email, it could be to just 10 people. It makes no difference really in terms of what you say in that email, because each time you send an email, whether when you hit the button, if it's going to go to 10 people or it's going to go to 10,000 or 100,000, it doesn't matter because each individual, when they get that email, is speaking directly to you, is hearing directly from you and can reply directly to you. Wow. So this is a world of human connection relationship that's right there. And it's just as easy as typing some words in and pushing a button. And what the beauty of it is, it's completely scalable, right? You have to get started. And that's often the hardest bit. I think for most small to medium businesses, the hardest bit is actually sort of getting over yourself and putting some words in. And it can be just chit chat. It doesn't have to be anything special. And start emailing things. So the next level. And the thing that Active Campaign is really, really precious for is automation. So there are lots of ways to send emails. You can use all sorts of different platforms to send people emails, but Active Campaign goes a huge step beyond that. And I actually think it's a much bigger part of what it does than the email bit. And that is it automates things, which is kind of a vague way to say it. So let's let's pinpoint it a bit more. Let's say you've got a wedding planner business and you want to invite people to book you to plan their wedding. So maybe you've been emailing them for a while. They're getting a bit hotter. If you know that they're getting hotter, you can lead them to be more likely to book with you by sending them things that really welcome them into the specific venue that they're interested. So you can like, it's like laying bait, laying a little trap, okay, in a nice way. And then once they're ready, they're going to fill out some form on your website. Now, if you don't have automation in your business, here's what happens. Someone fills out the form in your website. If you're lucky and you've paid attention, maybe it's going to let you know that somebody sent a form. And maybe when you've got time, you're going to remember to reply to that person using their email address. Hopefully you ask them for some other information, but maybe not. Maybe it's a, oh, shall we talk on the phone? And it's not immediate. It's, there's no instant gratification. It's not targeted. And it's really laborious for you to do. If, however, you have automation in your world, you, you can set up a form on your website so that when someone fills it out, it asks some really pertinent questions. Just enough, not too much. So that when that form hits, you can set off an automated series that emails them immediately and says, hey, I am so thrilled to hear from you. Here are some things to look at. Sit tight. I'm going to be back with you after I've checked the date. Meanwhile, your tech is checking the date for you to see if you're available on that date. And it's pinging you on your phone to say, hey, send a personal video to these guys because they are they are ready to book. You need to get in front of them because... In wedding industry, getting in front of someone quickly is the most important thing. Ping goes your phone. Oh, great. And it's put the information right in front of you so that you can respond to them human to human. That's automation. 
So actually there's a human element in there. But what the tech is doing is taking care of the timing of when things happen and it's letting them know that they've been heard straight away and then presenting you with exactly what you need to go and use your human touch where it's most valuable. Now we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Did you know Access Ally is the most flexible way to sell and elegantly deliver digital offerings as your business grows, all in one place on WordPress. You can create online courses, memberships, directories, and communities, and even sell team access, all on your terms. Go to accessally.com to get a demo and see why it's the business scaling solution you've been looking for. I love that so much. Your example is so spot on. I think that a lot of times when we think about automation, we think, oh, it's just going to like take all the creativity out of my business somehow. Right. But right. that's not the case as you're showing. No. I, yeah. I have the exact opposite view of automation. Totally, totally the opposite. The job of automation is to liberate you from the stuff that is repetitive or time consuming or boring or routine driven. Its job is to get that stuff done instead of you having to do it. And when you don't have to do that stuff, which is actually better done by machine, a machine is going to send them a thank you email faster than you are and tell them, hey, I'm on your, hey, you're on my list. Here's a list of my best venues. Which one of these are you getting married at? And wait for them to click on a link, you know, and watch what link they clicked. Tech is way better at doing all that stuff than we are. So why not let it take the heavy lifting there and free us up? to send them a personal video from our backyard right now. It's, Hi, I just got your message. Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. You just got engaged. That is thrilling. You're, you know, you, you power out something back to them that they said in the email so they know it is you personally and that you've seen their email and that you care. Right? I love that so much. Yeah. If, if you're bogged down trying to make an appointment with them, when Calendly could be taking care of that or your all-in-one tech could be taking care of that, you don't have the time anymore to be the human you. And the human you is way more precious and valuable, right? Yes, I totally agree. And I think mm. even, you know, we use automation in our business, you use automation in your yeah. business. I feel like that's what frees us up to be able to even do a podcast like this because otherwise we'd just be like clicking buttons all day and just Absolutely. try to keep everything from through the cracks. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Like we have, I think 125 subscribers in, in our uh, active campaign Academy. A lot of those have nominees as well. So we give everyone like a plus one spot for free because often in a business, there's more than one of you who needs to be working on your email marketing. Maybe someone does the strategy. Someone's actually writing the emails or you have a VA who puts together a newsletter for you every fortnight or something. Often you need two people. So we have this quite complicated automation because you know I can do the fancy stuff right so I show off in my own business if it moves and it happens more than once I'm going to try and automate it but the outcome of that is that the academy mechanics of people you know purchasing and getting shown where everything is and being checked in on and being welcomed in and then making sure that they're still active two months in making sure that they're having some successive they've joined the community all of that is run on autopilot. And what that means is that my energy goes on welcoming someone in personally. I go and look at their website. I give them some feedback. I look at the questions they answered on their way in and answer them in a personal video the day they join. I couldn't do that if I was busy like, oh my God, they need access to their courses. Oh. 
I've got to do it before my kid needs dinner. You know, you can't function at scale in that way. So the job of the automation is to be a clone of you in a really good way. A clone of the bits of you that you can just give the machine the recipe, say, go do this, add infinitum. That's it. I, I totally agree. I love that. And so we've mentioned the the Active Campaign Academy. Can you tell us a little bit more about who it's for, how it supports people, and then also maybe some of the results people have had from implementing some of the strategies in there? So people in the Active Campaign Academy, we set it up because what happened was I found myself when I was doing consultancy work, I found myself teaching most of the time. Because even if I built something fantastic, I still always had to teach the clients and the team of the client how to use that, how to maintain it, how to understand what it was doing so that they could benefit from it and work with it and, and not break it, right? So, and because I'm a skilled teacher, nobody else was doing it. So it was a natural progression for me. And the people that I teach now are primarily small to medium business owners all over the world, English speaking. And who want, to, they know enough to know that Active Campaign can be doing more than they're doing with it. So typically, they've been in Active Campaign a while, or they're just getting started, but they're pretty marketing savvy. And they know enough to know that marketing automation will allow them to scale and grow faster. But they're getting stuck a lot, or it's just costing them too much time, or too many bad things have happened where they've hit the button and emailed. 2000 of the wrong people with the wrong email. Ouch, right? I saw your ouch face then. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there, right? Where you're using some tech and it behaves in a way that you weren't expecting and you get the fear, and you get overwhelmed. I help those people. So my role is to empower them. And in my ideal world, they leave after a while because I've empowered them so well that now they can go off and be confident and happy using Active Campaign to grow their business. And they range from really tiny businesses with just one person in them. So, you know, someone who's making wax melts, for example, and, and selling them on Etsy. I have people in that sort of area. We have all the way up through the small businesses, lots of learners and membership type organizations. We have estate agents, currency exchange. We've got someone who does corporate learning days that involve you going and herding sheep around a field. Honestly, the range of businesses is insane. And that's the thing I love most about it. And they're all over the world. So what happens is they come in and often they've got a very specific thing they want to solve, which is like, I want to deliver this lead magnet. I can't get the form to connect. Help me. So it often starts with a technical problem. And then we get to do the strategic stuff. And the strategic stuff is where it gets really exciting because that's where the business growth happens. So we talk a lot in our office hours. We talk about pain points. You know, what are, what are the things that are causing you pain right now? Okay, how can we use Active Campaign and all the surrounding tech to fix this pain point or to identify these hot leads so that you can get your human touch in there? What can we do with that to make that better for you? And the results are usually around we've fixed a pain point, off they go, or we've identified a hot spot and put it in front of them in the right way. And now they're making more sales. So it's very exciting. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Because I think as business owners, we're like constantly putting out fires. And if we can yeah. not be in this reactive mode of like, oh, no, like this thing isn't working, I need to fix it. Yeah. And if it can just be smooth, then we can focus, like you said, on like making more sales or the high leverage stuff. And 
even if we automate the sale part, that's even better, right? Like it's kind of the two. Really? Yeah, yeah. And like, for example, I was thinking about Tracy who does some um, budget, uh, I think it's bookkeeping for small businesses. And her intake process was very manual for quite a long time. So it was very, very time consuming because in the bookkeeping thing and accountancy, she had to get lots of ID documents and the storage was difficult. And how did they, how were they sending them to her? How was she tracking who's done them and who hasn't? Does Active Campaign know this? So over the last two weeks, we built out just with sort of me tutoring her. And so Tracy's doing all of the building. We built out a full system to automate it from the moment they fill in the form and she's they're sort of pre-qualified. Yes, you're going to be an okay client. So you go ahead. Now we're going to ask you to submit some ID documents fully automated. And the relief for Tracy, she nearly cried. It was just lovely. It was lovely because then how many hours does that win back for Tracy? Yeah, and one of the things that you know, when I think about online business, one of the benefits I think, or at least the goals we should have is to basically do the work that we enjoy doing. So maybe that's mm. like working with clients or, you know, maybe it's teaching whatever it is that that you're into and not have to spend so much time on your business that you can never, you know, go outside or spend time with your family and things like that. So I feel like that's yeah. what automation really does. And, and if you can kind of boil it down to it. Yeah, Absolutely. And and really, you have to have that. It's a it's a healthcare item in your business. Um, I and that. yeah, well, like for me, I've I've had I think three or four major problems in my health since the beginning of twenty twenty three. It's just been relentless. But during that whole time, the business has continued to function, and on the outside, it looks like it's functioning at exactly the same level. Okay, I haven't managed to get the growth stuff that I would have liked to do, but the essential stuff all happens via automation, and. It can also allow you to delegate more effectively if you have effective automation. So, for example, in Active Campaign, one of the things you can do in an automation is to ping off a message to a Slack channel or send an email notification to someone or send a webhook, sorry, technical term, just a squiggly bit of letters. Just don't worry about it. It's basically an instruction to say, go do this thing. You can send a webhook to create a task in somebody's ClickUp, for example, if you've got an admin assistant. so. So much of the routine maintenance of a business can be assisted and made more fluent and less laborious by some thoughtful and meaningful automation. And really, my job is to help the businesses who choose Active Campaign as their weapon of choice for that. And it is a fantastic one. It has got unlimited automation, unlimited integration. Price point is incredible on the lower tiers and it integrates beautifully with so many tools, right? Like Access Ally, you know, it is a leader in this space. Having that unlimited automation at your fingertips allows you to scale yourself up in a way that's just not possible otherwise. Yes, I totally agree. And I've, I've definitely like witnessed businesses grow and sometimes if they didn't have the right automations, like the wheels kind of fall off because you're going yeah. so fast versus yeah. if you have the foundation you have the automation, then you have the ability to grow without kind of losing, <laughs> losing everything on the way. <laughs> that is such an important point. I, I often talk about it as allowing you to scale safely. That's yeah. Safety. Yes. You got to do it safe. If you can, if you can, I know it's not always possible and sometimes we're scrambling, but having seen firsthand in the times when I was consulting, because when, when I was consulting, I started off with quite little clients and then it very rapidly escalated into some really big clients. And often when 
by the time they came to me, everything was in a mess and they were, it was really frequently the time when you need the really high level, high reputation consultant is when things have gone off the rails or they are about to go. And that's the scary place for a business to be. And it happens exactly like you said, when the foundational stuff isn't there, the structure isn't right. It's wobbling. And then you pile more and more stuff on the top and more and more people. And that thing starts to teeter. And it's terrifying for the business owners. Coming in to try and rescue that, you can do it, but it's expensive because it costs a lot of time and it's some serious expertise because then you've got to do change management. You've got to unpick things that have been going wrong, nurse the team back to health, restore their confidence, you know, and choosing what order to do things in and prioritize. It's hard. It's really hard. Whereas if you have the foundations in sooner than that, it's so, so much better for everybody. It's better for the customers because you can serve them better. It's better for you. You're healthier. You're happier. You make more money. It's better for your team because everyone understands what's going on. It's just, yeah, if you can do it early. So I'm like an early intervention. If I can get there early, brilliant. I love that. And yeah, I've, I've witnessed it. And also, yeah, like we've, we run our business on a lot of automation as well. Mm. And yeah, there's been times where it's like trying to rush things to solve a problem, but if we had just set up the right automations in the first place, like it makes such yeah. a huge difference. Yeah. And often it's, it's not even just the automation. It's the structure that's underneath that. Like in active campaign, we have custom fields where you can put values in it. We have tags, which can go on and off. And then we've got all sorts of other activity and emails and lists and stuff. If you use the right object in the right way, it all falls into place beautifully. But if you start using tags to hold dates, things get mucky and then you can't work with them. And then everyone gets frustrated and the wheels start to come off. So, yeah, I'm all about solid foundations. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned because I was going to dive into tags and things. So, you know, Access Ally integrates very deeply with Active Campaign yeah. through tags and custom fields and webhooks and the things that you kind of mentioned, which if your eyes are glazing over by hearing those terms, don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> Go ahead and check out the Active Campaign Academy slick business and you know you'll get all of the, the bases covered and i know you also have a free a free course as well that people can start with if they're you know not quite sure where to start and uh, but yeah i think that there's so much power in being able to have the right information about each person that's going through your business and yeah. being able to also have sort of a customizable or personalized way of you know, dealing with each person, even though you're not doing yeah. it on that one-to-one -one basis. And like we do that in Active, oh, sorry, in Active Campaign and Access Ally. Um, when somebody like, like just logs into an online course or to a membership or to a community, we know exactly who they are. We know which yep. tags they have in Active Campaign. We know which mm -hmm. custom fields they filled out. We can use that to personalize the course that they're going through or welcome them differently if they said, you know, this is my first priority. And so if you have a lot of content, you can guide them to the right piece of content or the right course or the right module. And so, yeah, there's just so much potential for all these different automations and different pieces of the puzzle to work together. Yeah, it's it's super exciting. And really the possibilities are pretty much endless, which is where I think the strategy comes into it. Like like for you, the way you're talking about your learners, you know that when they come into a new bit of tech or a tool, there's the overwhelm. What's your first priority? So if you know strategically that they're going to fall into one of these three camps, for example, you can ask them that question really early on. And then you can serve them the exact things that they need. And I loved what you said there about it's not just what you show them in emails, 
That's that's like the easy bit, the surface bit. But we can also do that on the website. When they visit the website, you can control what they see based on their active campaign tags or in a community that you run. It's like an ecosystem. And if you integrate, which is just a fancy word for join the dots and let the tech talk to each other, if you let your tech talk to each other and leave them to it, you can have that information wrapped right around that learner or that customer. And that feels amazing for learners. It's super important. It really does. So do you have any examples or kind of automations that you think like almost every business should have? Like maybe it's like a welcome automation or other types of things that you think people should consider if they don't have that yet? Okay. Uh, my favorite one, which I think is universal to any business is a, a sort of a purchase welcome. So someone's actually bought something typically. All right. It could be an inquiry form. Like if you're a really high ticket thing, you could use this same process for an inquiry instead. But for me, it's for when someone purchases. So this is where the red carpet is getting laid out. So obviously the first thing you're going to do is confirm to them, send an email that welcomes me. In fact, actually, do you know what? I'm going to go back one step before that. They've hit the checkout button. The, the, the transaction's gone through. They land on a thank you page which is one of the most underused assets I see. And it's not to do with active campaign, right? It's before they even get there. But while that information is being passed to active campaign, they're looking at a thank you page, welcome video. should have a lovely welcome video on it and tell them to watch out for this email with this subject line from this sender address and this name. And what to do if it doesn't get there, just in case, because deliverability, sometimes emails don't land, they get eaten up by the greedy spam filter. Give your people a fallback just in case they've just given you their money, right? So tell them what to do just in case. Anyway, now they've watched their little video. Now, by the time they go look at their inbox, which you tell them to do at the end of the video, that email has already landed. Great. While that email was being sent, Active campaigns should be automating to make sure that they are hooked up with whatever it is they have just bought. If you need to webhook to somewhere, do it and check that it worked, right? If you're going to give them a password, wait for the password to come back. Tell them in their first email, it's going to be maybe 10 minutes, then we're going to send you your login password. So it's just like really high level communication, multiple things going on at the same time. While that's going on, you're also getting a notification to you. That could be an email to your inbox. It could be to your Slack channels. If you like Slack, that's all doable from within ActiveCampaign. Or it could be any other of an, a number of different notification messages. This bit's really important because then you know you've made a sale. You know who it is. You know where they live, right? <laughs> because they've probably given you their location. You might have their website address. And I, I get excited when I get these. I go look at their website immediately. Then maybe 20 minutes later, set up a Bonjuro notification. Now you're nodding, so I'm guessing that you're familiar with Bonjuro. This is the one where you get a notification to your phone and you it pings you and to tell you to go send this person a personal video from you. It doesn't matter where you are, the more informal, the better. That bit blows people away because you've already been to look at their website. You already know what they answered on their intake questions, maybe by this point as well, this could all feed in. So you can absolutely blow their minds by then turning up and with talking maybe 10, 15 minutes later after they've purchased, you can be there with a personal video 
from the beach or wherever it is you happen to be saying, hi, Jenny. Oh, man, I'm so stoked that you just purchased. Oh, everyone has deliverability problems. The first course you should do is our deliverability and engagement course. You'll find that on your dashboard when you go in, because I can see you've already answered those questions. Welcome. If you have anything, any burning questions, you can hit reply and ask me right now. Honestly, that blows people's minds. That one thing. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's I, I call it like a wraparound welcome. I love that. Yeah. And I totally agree about the thank you page. I think it's one of those like magic points where mm. someone just joined your world essentially and yeah. raised their hand. And it's such a, an important page for so many reasons. So I love that you yeah. highlighted that. And then also the whole way through, you know, like make sure they have their password, make sure they know what's happening. Setting expectations, I think is yeah. really important too. Yeah. Our, you know, personal message. Is, it's is like this it's a fascinating thing because it's this crazy mix of very technical mechanics that have to happen to make all that happen. But once they're set up, they work on autopilot. I'm just going to reassure you there. Don't panic at the technical stuff. Often it's you build it once, you test it thoroughly, forget it. It's done. Okay. So there's this very technical stuff doing very mundane things, um, which is about communicating to them and making sure that they get what they need. And then there's the very human stuff. And, and it's a perfect example of where if you automate all the boring bits and the routine stuff, and you just make sure that your system is putting that information in front of them in a very natural when they need it way, you don't have to do that. I'm not thinking about their login password. When I talk to them, I do not care. I'm busy geeking at their website and going, oh my God, you make remote operated vehicles for the deep sea. My husband used to work in that industry. Wow. This is so interesting. It's human. I love that so much. Yes, it's that human connection. And I think yeah. that's something we always talk about to Access Ally is remembering the human on the other side of the screen and the other side of always. the connection and the, the courses and stuff. So I yeah. think that's such an important piece of it. Beautiful. Always. Okay, so any last words of advice for people who either have automations or like you said earlier, maybe have active campaign and feel like they're not using it to the, you know, the best of their ability or like the highest potential for it? And what should they do next? Okay. I'm going to break it up a little bit. First thing, if you are not sending emails or you don't have an email list, please, please try and get past that. I can help you. I'm sure Natalie's team can help you. There are lots of people out there who can help you start sending. It is the most critical thing you can do for your business. And even if you were, and then you've fallen off the wagon a bit and you've stopped sending, I just urge you to to pick that up, have, find that courage inside yourself and, and go connect with the humans. They're just humans. They're not big, scary monsters. They're just humans at the inbox. And then the second thing is whichever your tool, whichever tool you're using, I hope it's active campaign, but if it's not, that's okay too. Whichever tool you're using, get to know it. Invest some of your time, and it doesn't have to be a huge amount of time, in learning how it actually works. These things are like a Ferrari that you have parked up on your driveway. And I see way too many people leaving their Ferrari parked up or maybe hiring someone else to drive it once in a while. And they kind of just bounce it off the hedges a bit and knock a tire off as they go around the corner badly. That is not a good use of your Ferrari. So I would urge you to find a teacher for that tool that you can trust and lean in make the time to learn how to drive it because otherwise you're paying for a really sophisticated piece of kit that has the potential to take you at high speed to the stars 
and you're just not using it. Okay, you can't abdicate that. Now, obviously, if you're an active campaign user or you're thinking about active campaign using, that's going to be me. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you where to start, if that's okay with you, Natalie, which is the Accelerated Active Campaign Training. That's on my website at slickbusiness.co. It is completely free and it always will be because I am so adamant that everyone who uses active campaign deserves to have an understanding very quickly of what the essential moving parts are. What is a tag for? What is a field for? How do I email people? What is an automation and how do I make it work? Right? Accelerated Active Campaign will take you through the best cookies in the Active Campaign jar in less than a week, just half an hour a day. It is unbeatable, like Active Campaign staff, go do this course. Okay. <laughs> so if you do nothing else in Active Campaign land, please do that, even if you've been using Active Campaign for a long time already. And I will see you in there. That's amazing. And I love your analogy of the Ferrari. I feel like we all have these, these tools or access to these tools and we need to know enough to be dangerous. But even if you know more, then you can go faster, right? You can do even more amazing things. So yeah. why not just spend the time to learn it? So, so much. And you never know where that's going to lead. So this is, this is your warning. If you do the accelerated active campaign course, and then you want more and you come into the accelerated into the active campaign Academy, sorry, which is my paid membership. We have several members and counting who have come in to learn active campaign for their own business and who are now fully fledged active campaign service providers doing that job for other people because they click with it. They get it. And they've realized there is, there is a big need for more people who can do this and go work with people. That is such a great point. Thank you for bringing that up. I feel like a lot of times, you know, we, we think, you know, I need to be doing, you know, the thing that I already know, but if you learn something new that can open up so many more doors to different opportunities or different types of business offerings. So I love absolutely, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to shout out to Rachel and Alicia who are, who are shining examples of that came in unsuspecting and are now fully fledged service providers. Very exciting. I love it so much. More women in tech, more women in automation. I love that so much. So obviously it's open to everyone, but I feel like that's especially exciting to me. So thank you for sharing that. Well, Kay, thank you so much for being on today. I hope everyone goes and it takes you up on Accelerated Active Campaign. I think it is such a cool offering. And yes, thank you for being here and sharing your wisdom. Thanks for having me. Been a pleasure. Want to keep growing your business on your terms? Then sign up for my free newsletter, The Momentum Memo. You'll get quick, actionable tips to gain momentum in your business every Tuesday. Head over to natalielussier.com forward slash memo to join over 6,000 other entrepreneurs scaling on their terms. Whether you're just getting started or have been running your business for a while, The Momentum Memo has something for you. 